Welcome back to the Freaky Deaky. We're here in part two of our uh, Christian reacts to Netflix's Haunted. Last week, we talked about a demon cat. This week, kind of an interesting story. Christian, in five words or less, explain what you just saw in that episode of Haunted. There's a couple ways I could go, so let me rethink my five words. Okay, we'll give you 10 seconds on the clock. Fun story, good banjo, meth. <laughs> that that's your final five yeah that doesn't that doesn't describe it to to our listeners at all but it does uh, i'll give uh, just because yours is uh, so far-fetched okay uh it'll make sense when we get to the end all of my five words remember what they were yeah super um what were my five words again i, I don't remember fun fun truly, story yeah fun story good banjo meth yeah Fun story, good banjo, meth. Yeah. And Can I have a six word? No. <laughs> Just give me a six know. word and it'll make a little bit more sense. All right. Maybe. M maybe meth. No. Or maybe meth, a fun story. Meth, maybe. Meth, maybe. Okay. Uh, and for me, I'll give you the actual, the actual highlights of the episode in six words or less instead of my opinion of it. Um, that was not my opinion. That, that was, was absolutely your That opinion. was my experience. Six, six words or less. But you only limited me to six. If you would have given yeah. me like a couple and look sentences, how many you've taken. <laughs> I limited you to six. You're still talking. You act like this is the you're, first time we've done this. I know. Okay, six words or less. Hillbilly murderer torture dungeon. That's one word. It's hyphenated. Cheater. Yeah. Hey, I. You know, these are the rules. I just play by them. Banjo. Terrifying. Let's so, all focus on wait, the two words five, huh? we got together. Banjo. Banjo. Yeah. It's One a word we got to great, get. great song in this episode. But either way, we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, Hillbilly Murder Torture Dungeon Banjo Man. That's Freaky Deep. Did you enjoy the intro? I am kind of stuffy. Your boy apparently has allergies. It's a great time. Super enjoying it. Um, did I mention that in the last episode? You uh, might have. I don't or think it could so. have been just symptoms of possession that come yeah. out as a stuffy nose. Ooh, topical. Yeah. So anyway, uh, today we are, last week, as mentioned earlier, we talked about the demon cat. And this week we kind of have something that is a little bit demonic as well, right? Kind of, or like possessive, or do you think it's just a ghost? Would you say demon or would you say ghost? I'm Angry not sure. Ghost. I Ultra could say ghost. either one in this situation. You just think meth. No, I, I think a demon or ghost doesn't quite fit this scenario. Yeah. How about what if a serial killer had a its own plane of existence in the afterlife? Um, yeah. What's it? Because it wouldn't really be a ghost. A serial killer is not necessarily a demon. Yeah, but, it, but what if it turned into one afterwards? Like you, you were a horrible piece of shit human being. You died. Oh, now you're a demon. 
or just the spirit? If you're that type of person, you're not really able to control yourself. If you're a serial killer, the demons aren't going to be that impressed with you. Their evil is on a different level. You know, a serial killer is evil, but if demons did exist, their level of evil is so extraordinary that they would look down upon serial killers. Yeah, but here's another angle, and it's one we kind of touched on in the last episode, the idea of specific demons. Like, what if these serial killers or whatever are possessed by demons? What if that's what drives them insane or makes them do these crazy things? You know what? And so then we would be technically speaking of a demon in this situation, no? If all of those pieces lined up. Yeah, if the, <laughs> then, if, yeah. The, if the stars yeah. align. Yeah. But I think you should explain a little bit more in depth this show, what it was about. Or uh, sh- this specific episode? Yeah, get us get us yeah. started, and I have many comments to different okay. scenarios. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a rough outline. Uh, again, spoiler alert, uh, we're going to be giving away pretty much the entire like plot of this episode of Haunted. Yep. So if you haven't watched it or you haven't watched a specific episode, we're covering The Pines today, or In the Pines, I believe it's called. Super great episode, hella creepy, and the rough idea of it is essentially this girl who was raised or born in Juneau, Alaska. Shout out yes. Alaska. And she moved somewhere else when she to was Montana. Montana, that's the one. When she was young. Yeah, super young. I think she was like 12 days old or something, right? Yeah. So was she really in Alaska? No. She took a vacation. Her first experience of the world was a vacation in Alaska. Yeah. Is childbirth really a vacation for the mother or the child? Probably not. Well, who who could say? She she suffered in Alaska and then moved. Yeah. And essentially Mother she was and raised, daughter. yeah, she was raised by a fundamentalist Christians, which if you don't know, they're the extreme ones. <laughs> okay. Those are not the fun ones. Well, when you think about like the people that like the terrorists we've, we've battled however many years now, the fundamentalist yeah. terrorist, religious yeah. terrorist, th- that's a fundamentalist Christian. The extremes. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially she has a rough upbringing. Um, her mom sees her smoking at her job one day and beats the shit out of her, slaps her in the mouth. Christian we got to go back a little bit farther though. How so? The mom was, oh, the mom. Because oh, yeah. this is where I want to jump in a little bit. And this is where maybe we're going to take it back a little to the previous episode, yeah. Demon Cat. Interesting. And some of the trauma that this child went through. This girl's crazy mom got mad at her for something ridiculous Jump, like jumping, jumping rope. rope yeah and then the kid forgot like a split second later and started you know she stopped and then you know like kids do they don't think that far in advance she started jumping again she got in trouble her mom dragged her down to a dark basement tied her to a chair and gagged her own daughter yeah probably less than 11 years old at the yeah, time looks pretty young from the video we're going to talk about evil in this episode but there is a special kind of evil right there for whatever reason that too many parents have subjected their children to in this world. And that, so that grabbed me right there just with how horrible that girl's mother was. And that girl's mother probably thought she was doing the Lord's work as she tortured her child and later basically drove her child away from the religion because it was such an extreme view, Yeah, which is what you're seeing all over the world all over the country, especially right now, is some like some of these extreme views don't increase the flock. And I think another tangent, but either way, that one just was a really good scene scene setter. Yeah. 
for the rest of the episode. And so then you flash forward about five, six years. Yeah. Uh, Hannah, it, that's the girl's name, is now working this job. Her coworkers call her over to smoke cigs and drink beers out of brown paper bags. As like, you do, like everybody would. As you do. And uh, her mom, wouldn't you guess it, rolls up and is like, uh-uh, no daughter of mine. And so she like finds these cigarettes and then hits Hannah in the face with her purse. Yeah. Then is like, come on, like we're leaving pretty much. And then Hannah spits blood onto her shoes. And you're like, okay, that's got to be the last moment in that girl's life. But somehow she escapes, cuts to her like she's been working long enough that she can emancipate from her mother and be out on her own, go grow weed in California, as you do in those situations. Northern California and being a Southern California kid, I'd never heard of this thing called trim camp, which at that age would be like a dream job for a lot of 18, 19 year olds where you go up to Northern California, cut all the cannabis that they grew for marijuana for medical purposes at the time. Yeah, that would be illegal purposes. I don't know. Could have been either one. It looked like these were big camps. Yeah, it seemed like it struck me as kind of illegal purposes on this particular story. Yeah, it wasn't like we're doing the Lord's work out here. Yeah, you know, hands mom's hanging out. Be like, we are no. Um, Well, plus the story seemed to have taken place like maybe ten years ago. Yeah. So that's before all the legalization and stuff. True that. So they're still sinners in the Lord's eyes back in those days. Are they, though? That's a hilarious joke. But either way. um, Yeah. So anyway, she emancipates from her mom, goes to this trim camp, falls in love with a weed grower. Who wouldn't? They start, you know, doing stuff that they do. I don't understand why Scott's making me watch a dirty show. Yeah. Like literally, I don't like for me, this is a paranormal show. I shouldn't be seeing titties every 30 seconds. You know, that's so weird. At least we didn't see him in the demon cat episode. Yeah true they fit in this episode yeah as a matter of fact during the episode i asked you i was like i was like do you think it's uncomfortable for the people that told that told netflix this story when they watch their episode they're like why they got me like having sex all the time yeah normal people aren't used to that if you're in hollywood that's what you write into the episodes but people that don't normally deal with film probably aren't used to that and we we started telling the story about the mom and the the daughter but the show starts off with another crazy scene like That's what threw me on the first episode. Not really connected to the story, but maybe connected to the story, but it's really dramatic. Probably very much connected to the story. There's just basically this hillbilly playing the banjo. Great song. Yeah, it's great song. Really creepy in this context. Very. And then he's got some girl chained up below him as he's playing her this song and she's crying and obviously probably going to be murdered or whatever. And obviously one of her boobs is out as well. I didn't notice that. Yeah. But I noticed she was, sure scant- was. She, she was scantily clad, yeah. chained in a shower. It was definitely cold in the basement. We right. can both agree to that. Yeah. You know what struck me on, and this is going to be kind of nerdy sounding. Please hit us with it. But the lighting with the uh, hillbilly, kind of the light behind him, probably moonlight. Yeah, yeah. He did not look human. The way creepy. the lighting was set up and his skinny body, mm. when he moved in that lighting, it seemed like he was not human at all. Yeah. He like moved wrong. I'll probably go back and check it out again or whoever's, you know, let us know in the comments what you think. Yeah. But whoever did that lighting, they didn't do any other special effects, was right on on that to make it really creepy because it just felt 
really gross because he's moved in the way that our eyes as humans aren't used to seeing. So it would yeah. creep us out. Yeah. I don't I, know if you noticed that, but it just, yeah. it was no, really he definitely creepy. definitely had a strange. Yeah. So he's torturing this woman while he's playing the banjo and she cries out and he's like, oh, like she screams again after he said, shut up or whatever. And he's like, oh, you know, this is what happens. He grabs his axe, takes his banjo inside, walks up to her. And that's where, you know, the title yeah. shows. So you, you set the stage with this and then you dive into this girl Hannah's life and the shit that she goes through but essentially it takes you down this path to where you are now like Hannah is with this weed grower she fell in love with the dude obviously and they go to his main cabin which is like this rickety cabin up what was it Cobb Mountain yeah doesn't look like it had any electricity yeah either that or they just really were stingy with the lights yeah so they go there and you know Hannah's excited gets to live with her new boyfriend they're madly in love in the mountains of California what's not to love about it the fall I think the following day or a couple hours later her boyfriend takes off because he has to go tend to his four weed gardens and so she's alone in the house or whatever. And she discovers this section of the house that looks like it doesn't belong there or there's something behind the walls. Yeah, it kind of looks like a door, but doesn't. Yeah. And so she's like, hmm, interesting, whatever. Then it cuts to her being like, do you want me to show you something yeah. when he gets home? And he's like, yeah, sure, whatever. And they go and she shows him the area of the wall. And she's like, she's like, I there's something behind here. And he's like, okay. And so dude takes his chainsaw, cuts through the wall. And this is right when I first said, oh, they moved on from weed and now they're at meth. Yeah. Because that's exactly the overkill. Most people be like, let me get a screwdriver and a hammer or something. But when you've been up for three days, the chainsaw in the middle of your house probably seems like a good idea. Why not? That's, what else that was my do, first, first time thinking meth. Meth. Yeah. And so dude, you know, flexes his big old masculine muscles, grabs his chainsaw, cuts through the wall. A tiny little hole. Yeah. And I'm like, you're not going to fit in that asshole. And then he grabs the, that hole and he pulls the entire door off. Yeah. So it gave him the strength of many mighty men. Yes. That hole that he cut with his chainsaw. Um, also could have been meth. Yeah. But either way, what happens is Hannah and her boyfriend goes into this disgusting smelling hole. Apparently it was, it reeked to something awful. And it turns out there is a torture chamber pretty much, right? Yeah. It's like a shower with like hooks and restraints on it yeah. and a hole in the bottom of it. Yeah. But also we mentioned this last time, there are certain points in your life in a house where it's just time to it's get time out. To leave. That but might've been one of them. Probably started with the smell. If you smell something decaying, you may not want to go stumbling down that direction. But you're, if you're in the woods, it could be an animal. It could be something like, but do so, you want to see that? No, I will. Absolutely not. Yeah. At the same it's time, just, you know, it's, but that's how all the bad stories start. So they, yeah. they go in this decaying opening and find this hidden torture chamber. Classic. And it gets more classic. Because yeah. after that, the girl's like, I wonder where this leads. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Curiosity. So, th so down to the basement they go. Mm-hmm. Didn't call the cops or anything yet because no. they just found a torture chamber in the cabin they're at. Yeah. Which might also point to. What say it with me? Meth? Meth. You didn't say it with me. I was trying to figure out what you want me. I was going to say torture yeah. chamber, murder. Well, you know, it could have just been the weed, though, too, because Demon. we're assuming this is pre-legalization. So they're, so it's you know, in Northern California, California, I've heard the stories of all these crazy places where there's these tons of weed plants yeah. that were illegally cultivated and there were traps set up around them to protect the area. So maybe that's what this guy was doing. So maybe that's why they didn't go to the cops. Yeah. But they go down to the basement, climb up on something to see where this, the drain to the shower let, led. And they come to these, a tunnel in the basement, a tunnel that they go down and it's got like 
forks off or something is the way they describe it. And then they're underneath where the shower is. Mm -hmm. And there's a bucket of gelatinous <laughs> black material. Yeah, yeah black material. Yeah. It's like coagulated blood. Yes, for 20 years, she said, which Might is the stink. next time you're like, get out and call the cops. Yeah, both of those things. But they didn't. Yeah, and was it at this time that the boyfriend came up with perhaps his greatest idea of all time or, or did something no, else happen no it was that? remember they woke up with and they'd both been cut by razor blades yeah they had like these deep gashes in them yeah which they assumed came from razor blades because when they initially found the torture room she said there were hundreds of razor blades all over the floor yeah and you know in the show that they, they look like razor blade cuts yeah and then and, the, that's when the boyfriend came up with his great idea but but we should say that they were all over their bodies yeah and they were deep enough that if that was happening to you, you should have been able to wake up. Yeah, unless, like, unless you'd been me. up for a week and yeah. then you had to sleep for a few yeah. days. Unless you I don't know what would cause that, meth. but probably meth, meth, right? Maybe. You know what we should have when you when you say that is if we could get like a you know like the seventies like action movies or whatever, where it's like this chorus of of ladies when like what, what's that dude's name Shaft? Oh yeah, yeah. So every time you say Matthews, have like three women in the back. Meth. You know, oh, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. super awesome. Get to work on it. Yeah, that might take some time, but I, I, I don't know. If I have time when I do this, I'll definitely make that happen because that sounds dope. <laughs> but yeah, so Christian thinks it's meth, essentially. Potentially. Yeah. So either way, the boyfriend has this brilliant guys, and you're gonna love this brilliant, brilliant idea that maybe the spirit is mad because it was trapped for so long, and that he should summon the spirit into him. To possess him so that he can set it free or something right that's that's what it sounded like that's the long and short of it and you know and when she's saying this you know it cuts to her actually talking about it and you see one of her friends in the room who has the correct face on which is what the actual fuck did you say like he, he has this look of just complete shock on his face when she's saying this and i was like hey that's that's relatable and you know to go back to like the eddie murphy thing from last time like in his show he talked about how black families would just get the hell out mm -hmm. and they, that would be the end of the movie Movie. her friend was brown and he had a look on his face like no i don't know what's wrong with you people to put this put up with this but yeah. i would be out just like the rest of us another friend's any, over there just shaking her head like what the hell yeah who would come up with that idea any wise man would have left long ago yeah if you are superhuman on meth, meth. you might believe you could control the demon perhaps so, or whatever the serial killer in the other yeah in the dark place. So, so far, Christian's theory remains meth. You got to admit, it's kind of fun to blame it on something that simple that that show laid out as like a fail safe for the people they want to entertain, the more conservative viewers. They left that to where the those people could be like, oh, no, he was just on drugs. And this, so they could. So the fundamentalist Christian families could later on use this on their kids. say, see what happens if you leave us. Yeah. You will start smoking weed and then you'll do meth. And then you'll try to summon demons into your body, just like my book that I read to you every night tells tells you is going to happen. I don't know how I got off on that tangent. Uh, yep, that is a mystery for the the best of them out there. But yeah, so this leads that that brilliant idea from this this dude. You know, cut to Hannah waking up in the middle of the night because her boyfriend is pacing around the living room screaming the house is hungry, feed the house. And like just stomping about like a man possessed would or a man possessed as yeah. you would probably. Well, yeah. let me let me ask you this, Scott. Have you ever been around anybody that's, that's on meth for like days like that? Probably at some point in my life. But did you like hang out with them or just like see them? Just ha like have a friend maybe that did no, that. No, my friends were usually like, not meth heads. Yeah, I've known 
people that like this guy's pacing around the room saying the house is hungry feed the house feed the house and he looks like he's on, had some psychotic break so he's possessed say that with me christian he's possessed by the demon of the house or the demon of men the old serial killer demon man well, um, the, the serial killer demon man did seem like back in the day he had his own form of meth because that's how skinny and gross and weird he was yeah he was good on the banjo though did fantastic. we point that out? I could have listened to that song all night. I don't think I could ever listen to that song again. I will definitely be listening. I need to find that on Spotify, uh, where you can tell your friends and family to find us, if you're wondering. Yep. Um, any, anyway, so yeah, she wakes up. Her boyfriend is talking about feed the house. The house is hungry. And he repeats this ad nauseum with just a real vigor. You know, he's got a real vigor. To yeah, him. he was passionate about it. He was it. super passionate he about was way how hungry into the house it. was. Essentially, she does a she makes a strange choice here and she approaches him when he is, you know, face down to the floor, worshiping the floor or screaming at the floor. I couldn't figure out what it was, but she's like, It's okay. Or he like pops up, grabs his keys and just drives off just whoop, down the road. This is where the sco- story gets both scary and really good. Yeah. So so he's driving down the road and she's just in the house like, I don't know what that was. But she heard the music. Yeah. She heard the music and as he's driving down the road, and this is something that could never be verified. So this right. is definitely something that Netflix tossed in that shit. The producer Great Hollywood. Like, yeah. They're like, oh, I have an idea. So he's driving down the road and then the radio turns on for him. And it's the same banjo song in the pines, you know, like over and over again, singing this song. And he turns it off. And he's like, I didn't want to hear that right now. And it turns itself back on. And then eventually he gets so distracted fucking around with the radio that these headlights are in his, in his face. He crashes his car, dies on the scene, and she's heartbroken. Yes. But she heard the, the music, too, in the house, apparently, at that moment. Yeah, it was very poetic the way he didn't want to... He wanted to feed the house, but then when she, like, touched him, he, like, kind of snapped to reality for a split second. Yeah. And he's like, I got to get out of here before I feed her to the house. Yeah, before... It was my feeling right there. I sacrificed my So, he, actually, he did a noble, a noble thing since he had invited a sadistic torture killer into his body. Yeah. And he ran away and unfortunately ran into another truck and went through his windshield. Died on the spot. Died on the spot. Yeah. You ruined everything. Do you want to, us to wrap it up? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. We're almost done. We're closing yeah, I'm up. I'm hungry. I'm already to grill. Okay. Oh, you can start grilling. It's fine. Yeah, you two are the grillers. Oh. oh. It's probably me. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, we'll be five minutes. five minutes. Uh, end of the story. And, and that ladies and gentlemen is the true freaky no i'm just kidding that's my wife china telling us that she's hungry and she's ready to start grilling so we're gonna wrap this up because we do what we're told right christian that's just fight the power man fight Fight the the power power. yeah don't be afraid of her so essentially the long and short of this story is this man that used the home the the storyline for the most part is this man that used the home as a torture chamber in the past probably passed away in that house and then his ghost is heard in that home playing the banjo or whatever. Or his energy, psychic memory. Yeah, let's just say for the, the sake of the show that they're one and the same. Um, they could be. Exactly. So this ghost of a like a serial killer torturer is torturing and pretty much driving the current residents insane. So the question for you, Christian, to end this episode is, do you think it was a 
serial killer ghost that did all these things, the deep cuts that are unexplainable, the the randomly hearing banjo music when you're trying to get down and dirty with your girl, the everything else that took place, the torture chamber, the it's all there, man. Like do you do you think that this is the ghost of a vengeful, weird torture hillbilly in the woods of California? Or do you think it is just their imaginations and meth? I think the first thing you're going to go to is maybe the meth, because that's easy. <sighs> and yeah. that's where you should you should always start somewhere easy. Yeah, always start And then with check meth. everything else out, because you can get rid of the easy stuff or put it in like, oh, maybe, you know, or the most likely file, and then move on to other stuff. But yeah. anyway, let's ignore that. Okay, please. What was the question? Really? <laughs> no, I'm just okay. joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> the question was, was it a serial killer hillbilly ghost? that was torturing this couple and drove the man insane to where he died, or was it just meth? Not being convinced completely of ghost. Yes. I'm gonna say it was some serial killer, dark energy. Just the bad juju from everything bad, like almost like the imprint on that land. Imprint, it could, yeah. you know, if ghost or anything, it's energy. Yeah. So it could be a ghost, but there was something definitely wrong with that house. And that links up to other stories we're here throughout history of supposed haunted or haunted houses or dark, yeah. torturous places. It, a lot of it could have been a bunch of hallucinating, being exhausted, yeah. being on meth. But that's, I think that's the show set that up on purpose. When you see the actual people involved or the, the girl involved, that's just an easy assumption. Yeah, That's what we've always told each other. That's part of pop culture from maybe not modern pop culture, but. Hmm. basically from the 50s all the way up till maybe the last five years or so any kind of drugs or partying or alcohol when you're young is a sin True and that. that's what it shows so it's easy to jump on that bandwagon if somebody's killing and torturing somebody or causing harm that has an effect that goes at a, a much deeper level hmm. and lasts for a long time yeah it's not so it, it could be away. no matter what it is it still has a sinister beginning and sometimes a sinister end. Some might even say a demonic ghostly end. That could be Some it. might say. You some might say. Wouldn't, but some out there, maybe myself included. Either way, uh, it was a, it's a great show. If you guys haven't seen it, check out Haunted on Netflix. And, you know, let us know. Write in. Let us know what you think of, the, especially the episodes that we talked about. You know, Demon Cat last week. This one was In the Pines. Check them out. And let us know what you think of the stories. You know, clearly Christian has some alternate views on these subjects and these particular episodes. But that's why I, I kind of wanted to show them to you in the first place, was I wanted to get your take on these crazy outlandish stories that are supposedly, you know, and based on the emotion of the people that are hearing the stories for the first time, true accounts of what took place. I like the format. And I really enjoyed this episode. Demon Cat was fun. Yeah. This episode just had me thinking in all kinds of different ways. And in the end, they didn't really explain anything. Yeah. Which makes me want to go look up this house. Oh, we'll let you know if we find anything. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that concludes uh, this this episode of Summer Break. You know, get out there, enjoy the sunshine. Um, check us out on social media at Freaky Deaky Pod, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, the whole nine. Write in if you got crazy stories. We'd love to hear it. The gang at thefreakydeaky.com. And we'll see you next time. Bye.